Okay, now we're ready? Now we're ready. Welcome to the first episode of Girls Off the Rails. Which, uh, by the time you're hearing this, we will have a a wonderful theme song for that. It's in the works, and let me say, (laughs) we're doing a good job. (laughs) That'll be a Patreon uh, little piece of thing lately. Just all of our demos going back and forth. Yeah, they can go and hear my freaking before bed. Girls off the rails. This is the thing. If you pay 30 cents a month, you get this one audio file. Okay, also there's this other thing that is not um, Patreon where apparently you get all the money and you don't give any money to the company. What? Yeah, I'll send you the link later. Interesting. Um, How much goes to Patreon for Patreon? 20% or something. It seems normal, but I'm sad about it. Yeah. Don't they get ads um, from other... Th- it, it's besides the point. Okay, carry on. Sorry. It's not, it's not what we're here for. <laughs> um, we're here for fun. We're here to talk about fucking theme parks. <laughs> Do we have so, rules? We're swearing yeah, this. We, oh, this is explicit. You got that little E in the little highlighted light gray box. Because I'm going to say bitch when I want to. <laughs> I'm going to say damn it. Primarily when I'm talking about that motherfucker Walt Disney. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, fuck him. We love Disney. We hate Walt. Okay, I will say finishing finishing the uh, Imagineering story on Disney Plus, I was just like, man, he just, I don't think he was that much smarter than everyone. I think he really just was like, Firefest. He was like, here are my ideas, um, money. And it worked. I know. And he was just, too stupid to try it, you know? That's we would have said, you can't build a multi-million dollar theme park in a marsh. That's the thing. That's exactly the thing. I think I said almost exactly that to Brock when we were watching it. But anyways, Disney. Anyways, so on this podcast, um, as Deanna likes to say, we talk about our one moral mulligan, <laughs> which is that we like fucking theme parks. We, we like love to ride theme the rides. Parks. We like to spend a lot of money on the merch. Mm-hmm. We like to drink the sugary drinks. Yes. But I would like to say we're socialists, staunch anti-capitalists. It's true. Um, I get all my clothes from the thrift store, I... except the ones from the Disney park. <laughs> That's not true. We did just both get things from Girlfriend Collective. Shout mm. out to them. Turns out they're yeah. great. I do hope I can get a sponsorship from them sometime because... Oh, amazing. They make their clothes out of garbage, if you didn't already know that, um, out of recycled garbage goods. Garbage clothes. Garbage, garbage clothes. clothes. I like to call all my garbage clothes garbage clothes because um, if they come from the thrift store, they're one step away from the dump. Yes. So, Agreed. Agreed. Do you want to talk about yourself and then I'll talk about myself? Yes. Um, I okay, love so, that. <laughs> I And I love that for you. <laughs> 
So just to get us a little oriented, um, I wanted to briefly talk about our relationship to theme parks, which is, if you didn't already know this about me, um, I'm an only child, so I'm just the one. And it's just just me and my mommy and daddy every vacation. And um, I... When I was younger, I used to say they had me when they were old because at the time, nobody had parents that were like in their 30s or 40s. Um, they had me mm. when they were 32 or 33. And so that. How 60, old are they now? I can't, I can't either, do math. Like too hard. Or something. No way. I guess that's only like a handful of yeah. years older than my well, parents, and, but yeah. I would have never guessed that. Well, that's good because sometimes I think I could have guessed it. Um, hi mom thanks for listening (laughs) love you but yeah so I think there was a long time where we had to find something that we all would like to do and I was also a notoriously scared kid turned into a scared (laughs) adult okay I will say no one would ever guess that (laughs) like ever (laughs) <laughs> I do feel like you're a fairly, fairly boisterous person, and that's just kind of your brand. And so the the being scared of things is I very surprising. I think it's surprising. shocking because I'm confident in myself and yet uncertain of the world. Like, everything, mm. any input can be in- extremely terrifying to me. But the output, yeah, I'll do stand-up. I'll yeah. humiliate myself. There's nothing about that's me true. that could scare me. And everything about a roller coaster that has 3.7 G's. I, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I'm 25 years old. The last time I went to Disney World, I was 23. And I have never been on Space Mountain. (laughs) Um, The one that was built in the 70s? Uh, Yeah. For children? Yes, that's (laughs) the one. Okay, I will say... I've heard that with all the lights on, it's completely terrifying. I've never ridden it with all the lights on. Oh, really? Because I think part of the scary part for a lot of people is that it's dark and you don't know when the turns are coming. I mean, yes. I I just think, but people, that's like when people, how people first get to know it. So it's like freaky, but they trust it. And then with it on, I, I mean, a lot of people, and I think you can kind of like, I don't know if things light up or what, or you can see shadows or something, but I think when people put their arms up, it looks like you can touch things, and that's what people don't like. Yes. Anyways, you've never, never been, been on, Space, on Mountain. Space Mountain or Expedition Everest or Tower yeah, of Terror. Yeah, that one I will probably never go on, though. Not oh, if I no. have anything to do with that's it. That's going to be a big point of contention next time we go to Disney together. It really will. That'll be a lot of really podcast will. at some point. That will be our Patreon content. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. Earplugs in. Yes. Um, so like I said, when I get very scared, sometimes part of my anxiety is a little too much input. And so sometimes the best way to do that is just go go full wall up. You get the earplugs in. You get the sunglasses on. Can't see, can't hear, do good. Just me and my dumb thought. I do think theme parks in general, I forget how overwhelming they are just with, like, the rides and the families and the kids crying. And I always forget there's people yelling at their children, like, way more than I would ever yell at my future child. So I think it's just a lot. And then being in a a line for, like, two and a half hours with the same people who are different than you, (laughs) 
uh, it all adds up to be something a little yes, too much. I agree. But what I haven't said yet is that I have been to Disney probably 12 times. I've never... Because you would go every went, year, Probably right? from when I was like 8 or 10 to like 15. We went every single year in a row. And then wow. we had gone multiple times when I was a really small child. And then a couple times since I've been an adult. Did your parents go before you? So my mom has a really close connection with Disney because that was one of the things that her dad took her and her sisters to. That was like a big treat for them. Oh. And so, yes. And that, that was is Disney, Disney World. World. Yes. The, my whole family, like for generations, oh. has been Florida people. So they're like, you know, wow. going to SeaWorld, Bush Gardens. SeaWorld is canceled. Oh, we know interesting. that. Don't text SeaWorld is canceled. Are we going to go? I think we can't. Okay. That's fine. I just wanted to know where, where we you, stood on have it. Have you ever been to SeaWorld? I think I went when I was a child um, before anyone knew better. But no, not like as a cognizant individual. It is crazy. I have some pictures like that I took on my like iPod from when I was like 10 or something. And... <sighs> It is crazy to think that there are these huge fucking whales that are in tanks that are just doing little tricks for me. Yeah. No, I know. I just think, like, what about for, the, like, the littler animals? Maybe it's I know. Better? Penguins get a little refuge center. They like to run around in circles. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not here to redeem anyone. They can do it themselves. Yeah. But. What do you have to say about anyways. Um, your theme park history? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I will say I went, I have a distinct memory of, it's not even of Disney, but of watching our home video, like VHSs from our trip to Disney when I was a baby. So I think I went when I was like a baby and then maybe again when I was like five and then we didn't go again until I was in like third grade. I guess that's not like that many years. But my family vowed to go every four years Um, that was a thing because then someone was always old enough to do like the different ranges Mm -hmm. of activities. But (laughs) the one that I really remember was in third grade. And that's, so my parents were both teachers when I was young. And so we'd have summers off and we went on a two and a half week trip out West. So did like Denver, Utah, like all of the great parks. And I was like, yay, this is nice. This is fun. But I cannot wait to go to Disney later this year. (laughs) And so it was like, this is fun. Yeah, I'm having fun. But like Disney. And I remember telling my uncle then, him being like, why? Wait, so you went to what? Anaheim? No, 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 no. These are different trips. It was just the same summer. So I remember like both of those. Um, But like for my, my family, especially my dad's family, is just so woodsy. And they're like hunters and they're outdoorsy people. So like. Disney is so not their pace, and my dad will go to please my mom, but, like, not really because anything's fun for him. He hates crowds. He hates Sometimes, like, my dad, like, he'll say, like, oh, he's getting sick of Disney because we have gone a lot of times. And every time he's been an adult, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I have these good childhood <laughs> memories. But every time we're there, he has a lot of fun. Like, when we're actually in the park, you've paid, you've parked— you're running around. Yes. He's like, okay, we got to get the fast pass to the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> then while the Pirates of the Caribbean line exactly. is short, you run over, you get one Pirates in. 
Then once you're done with that, you gotta hit Splash Mountain on the return. Then you can stop and have a lunch in Frontierland, head over to Tom Sawyer Island during the low, oh, low hours. Like he's all in on the like schedule and optimizing. I think it's the logistics that are a nightmare. Like getting there, hard. Once you're there, more fun. And I think, yeah, that's oh. a thing. So I wouldn't I won't say my dad hates it, but I think it, that like it hasn't always been like this is the ultimate for everyone. That reminds yes. me of a really good story, which is that one time me and my dad always get something in our eyes. I don't know what this is. There's always like my eye <laughs> on wait, on like roller well, you you don't go on roller coasters. On rides or on in just general. Walking? In general, I don't know. We're not blinking enough. We got really moist eyes and everything's getting stuck to them. Too stoked. So, too stoked. But not eyes even just open. in parks, in my general life. So I remember there was like two months where my dad had to wear an eye patch when I was a child because he was at oh like gosh. sawdust days in Kakana or something. And it was like oh so windy. Gosh. That is the most Wisconsin thing. And like thing you a can piece say. of dirt like flew under his sunglass and like scratched up his cornea. And so they had to close it for two months. What? That's and so dramatic. It's real, but that's just such a dramatic thing to happen to a person. He's always so careful. You know, he's always like, you got to have the wraparound sunglass if you're riding your bike. You know that, right? You're going 20 miles an hour. You can't have shrapnel flying in there at high speeds. So my dad's an engineer. (laughs) He knows about um, these things. He says the word shrapnel like when he's talking about like flying machine parts. Like he's, (laughs) yeah. The sparks. Um, But we were riding. So we always go park open to park close which is generally that's nuts to me but i mean yeah we did that too that's normally a 14 to 16 hour day i forget what time it opens it opens around what do you mean it opens at eight i guess so leave at midnight after the final fireworks show there's two there's like an eight o'clock and a midnight are you extra magic hours no these are that that's just normal for like magic yes it is normal for magic kingdom in the previous years, I don't know if they've changed it where now they only have daytime and then additional nighttime hours. Mm. But whatever. A couple of years ago, you could do whole day. And so right. at the end of the day, you're fucking exhausted. But at, at 9 o'clock, you're running through the rides. You know what I mean? You're hitting the you're mine running. rides. Yeah. You're going on, you know, fucking Peter Pan no line. And so... <laughs> The line for Peter Pan is literally always, like, three hours, and you're like, this shit is so boring. What? They it's have cool. updated it, but, but carry anyway, on. So, it's midnight. We're getting back to the parking lot on the tram, and a piece of dirt flies into my eye. No. How old are you? 18 or 20. Oh, so this is, <laughs> this is no. not that many years ago. And so, we end up going to the ER in, like... No. What is it, like a winter park or something like that? Yes. That's a thing. And we're waiting. I mean, because anything is happening in Orlando. And so we're in there, and I just want to get an eye flush. That's all I want is someone to just do something and then put a piece of tape over it and maybe look at it. But people are coming in with, like, chopped off (laughs) fingers and, like— no. Like, literally huge cuts and people passed out, people overdosing. So we're sitting in this ER, like, so bored. Just can't get this thing. I will say Orlando is a wild place if you are not literally going to let me just say, the ER, it has got to be the most concentrated wildness. So, 
Uh, So we're waiting for hours and hours. And I remember my mom just stewing and being like, we should have turned around at Disney and gone to Disney medical care. Is that a thing? Mm Mm-hmm. But it was like after. Wow. I'm not hip to like the lifestyle. It was like after hours. So we weren't going to like take the tram back to the park to see if there was like a medical person. So we were like, yeah, we'll leave the park and we'll go to the ER. And I guess it wasn't ER. It might have been, like, urgent care. I don't know. It might have been ER. Anyway. So after we're there for, like, three hours, and, like, I've been trying to get my eye to water and, like, putting it under the bubbler, I do get it out myself, which it, it was good that I got it out myself, but it was so, like, unfulfilling because all of a sudden we're, I'm just, like, I guess we just can go back to the hotel now after we've waited in this ER till 3 a.m., <laughs> We're just like, let's go home. This sounds like the worst. It was the worst. So, (laughs) oh my gosh. Well, I've never gotten anything in my eyes specifically at Disney. Thank God. That's really good to hear. If you do, you have to go to Disney Medical. They (laughs) don't bill your insurance, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's covered by Disney insurance. Because. Disney bucks. Bucks. You pay your Disney premiums. <laughs> it's a part of the season. The you annual. Have to go, you have to go to the Main Street and um, go to the healthcare marketplace and pick out your Disney program. And they each have different characters. And oh different my gosh. Characters. We shouldn't laugh. This is too real. This is like freaking like if there was Amazon healthcare, which I'm sure we're not that far off of. Um, do you want to hear the sad thing I had to tell you? I guess now. <laughs> okay, well, it's not. We're on the podcast. You don't have a choice. Now, say it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I was asking my mom yesterday about her experience with Disney. Who is like the person that got us all into Disney so much? Because I would say we all went, like I said, my mom tried to go every four years. And my parents grew up pretty working class. I mean, like I said, they're teachers. Teachers don't make that much money. And I do think at some point teachers could get in free. They're really different. Like I know there are a few rough sure. years. Brock said that when he was a kid, Brock is my husband. Um, when he was a kid, he they would like go and get free tickets somehow, but not... <laughs> Not by doing the condo <laughs> tours, <laughs> timeshare tours, but like in a legitimate way, or it was like you get in free on that your just birthday. That reminds me of a funny story. I'll wait till you're done. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. The sad story is when I remembered when I was uh, like on that VHS tape that I would like frequently revisit that we had a whole section of us having breakfast at the Grand Floridian um, and it being so fancy and cute. And um, then we went again, and my mom, like, made us bring fancy clothes to go have breakfast at the Grand Floridian. Maybe when I was older, like, middle school. Maybe it was high school. I don't know. Anyways, it was a big thing to her. She had to do this. She wanted all of us to do this. And um, I look back now, and I think it's—and I asked her about it and confirmed this, but she just said, I just wanted you guys to get a taste of the high life. (laughs) I know, I know, and I think just because everyone grew up, like, my mom grew up a farmer, like, her parents were farmers, and then she was a teacher, and she had my sister really, really young, and for everyone, that was, like, like, I think for for more middle-class or upper-class families, like, going to Europe, going to Mexico, like, all those things are an option. For us, it was, like, Disney is the fanciest thing, and 
granted, it costs a lot of money. Like, it can cost a lot of money. You can do it thrifty, but it's still, like, I don't know, at least $120 a day. And that's just for the ticket. Um, And we all drove from Wisconsin, so there's all those other costs. But I was like, Mom, (laughs) that's really nice. Because I think for her, it was like, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to eat at, like, real fancy restaurants. And now, now my parents are doing great and they have a few dollars to to throw around but (laughs) I think for a time it was like this might be it for our family and so that's just cute and I I appreciate that she did that for us because she didn't want us to like go without and that was like her way of splurging for us so that's yeah that is that is really similar to like what my family did is like that was the fanciest shit we did we did it so thrifty you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you never fly you always we always stayed in like off-brand hotels We always did discounts. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that you said about park tickets reminded me that one of the years that was like our year that we go every year, maybe I was like 12 or 13, um, they had a promotion where if you volunteered for 12 hours or something, you'd get a free ticket. What? And there were only so many places you could volunteer because it had to like register like you needed to have like your volunteer manager sign off yeah it was very strange and so one year extreme home (laughs) makeover came and built a house in Nina Nina, and they got help from Habitat for Humanity like doing some of the labor Mm -hmm, and so me mm -hmm. and my parents went and did like digging you know what I mean you need like dig landscaping or something (laughs) And so we did digging uh-huh. for like, you know, three or f- you're like I am not yes, qualified. Like three or four hours a day for like four days. Oh my god! And then we got this person to sign off on our volunteering, and then we send it to Disney, and they send you back a voucher. And so That's I have a wild. ticket, or I have a ticket. I have a button, like a big button that they sent me that is like you were. I will say you were fully in high school. Uh, yeah. We were small high school. Because <laughs> my right? volleyball. Yeah, yeah. I think we m- might have been like ninth grade because our volleyball team took pictures in front of the, the house because that was a thing to do when home extreme home yes. makeover comes to your Yes. Town. So I have like this button that has like a bunch of Disney characters in like construction and different types of like outfits. And then it says, um, thank me, I'm a volunteer. And then it says, Rachel. And you're supposed to wear it at the park. <laughs> And it's like, bro, I, I didn't do this volunteering because I love to volunteer. I did it for $100. Like, yeah. yeah. It is nice that Disney had that kind of program, but I was just dying because I'm like, what we did was not volunteering. What we did was free labor for Disney. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah, I... What a time. I will say, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we are both from, what, central, northeast Wisconsin? Central Wisconsin is bad. Yeah, people call it northeast, but there's parts that are so much farther north and east. <laughs> I agree. I would say Door County makes a lot more sense east-wise, and, and north there's a lot of uh, yeah. wilderness up there. But I think we're the this—as uh, of a few weeks ago, we it was the center, epicenter of COVID for a little while. Might still be. So, uh, there are— it might still be. It's very populated. We did not grow up uh, going to the same high school, but we did end up having the same of friends eventually. Um, and that's how we got to be friends. So there's that. Just yeah. a little history. We had a lovely time. And this past year, 
<laughs> we decided to um, consummate our relationship to the theme parks and we went to the Wizarding World together. <laughs> I was really wondering where you're going with that specific wording, but I'm here for it. Yes, we went um, We went in January of 2020, like the last weekend. It was in the very nick of time. And we did know there was a pandemic. We were well aware that there was a deadly virus in Wuhan, China. In China, yes. You need to say that and not like, oh, we knew it. It was here and we decided no, I to just, No, no, no. This yeah. is when people— I just remember thinking, this is going to be—if it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be in Florida. <laughs> And that is not wrong. But it kind of was, because it was actually New York City. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And on the cruise ships that were just around Florida. We're going to have to find out if there are any Disney cruise ships and do a research episode about that. That might be too sad in actuality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'll be our sad episode. It'll be the one where we put a sad face in the description. Did Mickey get COVID-19? Um, but yes, we went the last weekend of January. We went, we only did one day and we went to the Wizarding Worlds and we went to the, what, Diagon Alley side? No. No. The Hogsmeade side. Yeah. Because we were too cheap to buy both tickets. And I also think I love going through all theme parks pretty slowly. And so I didn't want to like, I don't know. I, I do experiential and I like really love experiential things. So I didn't want to like run through things and I don't. I don't go to theme parks to, like, just go on all the rides. I, like, like to sit and eat the food and do all the things and experience the, the shows and stuff. I mean, we even did a lot of riding rides and, like, could barely fit it all in. Like, we got Hagrid's in, like, in the nick of time. Yes. And Yeah, we, and like, I think it was, like, it, it was already dark at that point. Yes, and we had canceled going on the other roller coaster because you said it was too kiddish, even though you said that's appropriate. <laughs> oh, me. yeah, it was the, um, the Hufflepuff. No, <laughs> it was, why am I so confused about this? Um, the hippogriff something yes. something where the, yes. you're sitting in little carts and it is for kids. I think it would have been great <laughs> for you, but I don't, <laughs> I just, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. And I will say this day sp- specifically was pretty busy. And yeah. the um, the Hagrid ride was, I mean, the line was like two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. But it was like a, a it, we had to go on it. That was a thing that everyone in the group decided. So yeah, everyone except me. Yeah, I decided that, I don't have to go on it. <laughs> but we made her stay in the line with us. I don't. I mean, I guess you could have gone into like the shoppies and stuff. But we made her stay with us, and then we were playing a lot of heads up. And then all of a sudden, we were on the ride. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you did read about it beforehand, though, right? I did. So I knew the spoiler, and I was just, like, waiting for it to happen. And you guys didn't know the spoiler. And so when I experienced it and I thought, ah, finally, the part I've been waiting for, Deanna was screaming <laughs> bloody murder. It was murder. so scary. It's it's a sensation you—I don't know. I mean, I guess in Tower of Terror, but you know you're getting—the expectations are different. Totally. For a roller coaster. Totally. And you think there are rules. You think rules. there are rules. And— I assume anyone, I don't know who's going to listen to this, but um, the people listening to this, uh, I'm just going to tell you the roller coaster, you ride it like a motorcycle, and then at one point, the the whole track drops 17 feet onto a track beneath it, and then it locks back in, and then you, you know, you take off again, but... um, We didn't know that. We didn't read anything about it. Rachel didn't tell us, and I said, please don't tell me. I just wanted to be surprised, and... Uh, yeah, I was surprised. 
Yeah, well, I feel like I've sort of covered the life cycle of my Disney experience. Um, yeah. We've hit just about 30 minutes. I don't know if you want to wrap it up shortly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I think we, yeah, we got the basics down for the most part. Are we, um, what's our, uh, what do we hope for the show? Um, I hope you guys get some laughs. We listen to some other Disney pods. Um, they're good, but you can always use another, especially from two women of color. It's like, uh, not enough people talk about the racism, transphobia, sexism. (laughs) Um, and so we don't, we're not in like a real way and we're not trying to like bring it down, but we are trying to like hold each reality, you know? Totally. Because like each, the rides can be improved. Like I'm not saying that like everything needs to be torn down. I'm saying like, let's fucking fix it. So, if you're listening to this, feel free to write a letter to any of... Please. Writing letters do work, we've heard. Yeah, uh, (laughs) you'll hear about that a little more next I'm so excited. Maybe that should be our next episode. I I think it would be a fun one, because it's one that I think a lot of people know a lot about. We won't give it away quite yet, but um, thanks everyone for listening to our first episode. I'm Deanna Dirsch. I'm Rachel Baldwin. And we'll see you next time. Signing off. Bye.